And then this is the weird one. Take a stroll around the room. All I want you to do is as you walk, just notice your gait, how your feet strike the ground, and kind of walk at pace so you're not being too weird. eventually you can go back to your mat. Now this is just for assessment purposes too. When you get there, however you're inclined or do Uttanasana, standing forward bend, go ahead Uttanasana. If you're someone that does it with props, there's block next to you. And all I want you to notice is this sensation again. And then you've been told to do it a certain way or you've learned to do this shape a certain way. So assessing I've got my feet in this position and I'm doing this with my legs and just noticing if that feels intuitively wise or anything like that. You don't have a comparison yet, so just notice. And then you get yourself down eventually onto all fours and cat-cow. And again, it's just to notice how your spine moves, what it feels like. Once you've assessed that, you can swing your legs out around in front of you. You've already looked at rotation and all that, but just lock your knees out and see if you have any hyperextension. So straighten your knees as much as you can. And if your heels lift up, fine. If they don't, fine, but just notice. You can lie yourself down on your back in constructive rest, which is Liz Cook's thing, but knees bent, feet, feet roughly hip distance, knees roughly hip distance. When you get down here, if you feel like putting a blanket under the back of your pelvis around the sacral region would feel softer and more supportive than at any point, including now, you can put that under there. And if you wanna cover yourself up, go ahead. That's perfectly fine. All of you scoot yourself up to the front edge of your mat. Sorry, that's my bad. So scoot yourself up and if you have socks on, you can put the balls of your feet on this, the wood and the, your heels on the sticky mat. If you have no socks, put the blanket in front of your mat and put, same idea, heels on the sticky mat, balls of the feet on the blanket. And then a couple of deep cycles of breath, just to see how it feels. The depth is up to you. Just noticing how the fluidity of the breath feels. Does it feel constricted or isolated to one area? And then just noticing mind, mood. Again, just making notes. Legs are pretty much going to stay in this position. Feet and knees roughly hip distance apart. Where you position your arms is completely personal. You can take them wider, put your hands on your belly, anywhere that's lower than shoulder height. So if they feel at all uncomfortable, or like you might want to experiment with a few different placements to find something that feels the most comfortable that it possibly can be, knowing that nothing lasts 
as comfortable forever, then go ahead. I'd invite you to have your eyes open or closed. And that's for any point during this. I'm just going to be here offering suggestions and facilitating an experience for you to interact with. But the choices you make in relation to what I'm offering are going to be completely yours. You will always have the option, if even lying here on your back in this shape doesn't work, to lie on your side or to flip over onto your belly if you're choosing not to do any of the more movement-based or activity-oriented items. So just take your attention now. Those of you that were here yesterday, similar idea to sound. There's the sound of my voice, and there's the sound outside. There's the sound in the lobby, perhaps, that some of you can hear. The mind will not rest solely on sound. And sound has many different components, especially right here, in this particular building. And there's listening to sound, being with the experience of the sound, and then thinking about we're moving towards all sorts of other items, which may or may not be here in the present moment with you. Those other thoughts, those other sensations, it's not that we want to learn to ignore them or detach from them. It's that right now we're choosing to put our attention on sound unless there's something wiser for you, unless that doesn't work. just to be with sound and to return to it. Sound would be one choice of anchor that you could choose to use and to return to any time during the rest of this practice. Should the mind wander, should you become overly involved in some thought or emotion or alternative experience that is not of use right now, as often as needs be, it could be sound. But now just take the since and the body into account and feel the contact that your feet or the legs have with the floor. Moving up the back of your hips. May or may not be the lower back or the upper back in some way at some point. Rib cage, backs of arms, maybe the whole arm your head 
And although it seems pretty esoteric and maybe the most esoteric thing I generally say, the floor is underneath of all of those points of contact. It's underneath the whole body and its job is to hold you up, to support. And sometimes experiencing the sensation of your body contacting the floor may allow you to feel the muscles and the body ease a little bit. Maybe not. But just to be with the experience of the floor supporting you. To know if that doesn't work, you can return to sound. Knowing you can return to contact with surface support of the floor in relation to your body anytime or to sound, but then noticing the breath and its impact on the contact with surface that your body has. Perhaps the subtle inhale and exhale change how it feels in the rib cage, change the shoulders or the lower back. It's personal. Allowing the mind to concentrate and to observe the sensation of the breath as it moves parts of the body in relation to the floor. If there's another part of the breath as a sensory experience that feels worth noting or choosing as your present moment anchor, choose that as well. Allowing yourself to make the choice of what will be your anchor, what will be the focal point of which you'll return to. And just moving your attention out now to how the back of your hips, pelvis, touches the floor. Lower back has a certain relationship with the floor. And with your knees bent, feet on the floor, just step your right foot out onto the wood with the knees still bent, but just so the whole foot is either on the wood or the blanket. So right knee still pretty bent. And just start to slide the blanket or your foot away from you a little at a time. And the ball of your foot and toes might come up off of the blanket or off the floor. And as you slide the leg out, if at a certain point the lower back is going to change in relationship to the floor or the pelvis is going to change, then bring the leg back into where you started. 
Or if the leg gets all the way out and that's not impacting the spine, then bring the leg back in once it's all the way out. All you're going to do is slide the leg gently in and out. There's no need to flex the ankle one way or the other. Although as you slide this leg in and out, if it feels worth experiencing or exploring or intuitively wise, you can choose to rotate the ankle or the foot or to move it gently one direction or the other. As you're doing this, it's creating sensation around the hip crease or your sacrum, around the sit bones that feels unwise. Consider moving the leg less or you know you can always return back to the position we began in. The next time the leg gets all the way out on the floor or at its end point, let your knees straighten out. You start to play with rolling the leg in and out, it's turning it gently from the hip. As you roll the leg in and out, if you'd like to circle the ankle or change the foot positioning, do that as well. There's absolutely no rush. Again, it's just me offering choices and facilitating the experience. But when you feel you're finished with the right leg, bring it in and begin with the left. First to be with the left one. Return to the anchor perhaps as you slowly start to move so that you're with the experience of this opposing leg. Completely separate and different than the previous experience. Different options, different needs. Again, no rush. At any point, the second activity was rotating the leg. Process of rotating this one in and out. Just noticing whether it feels like introducing some ankle or foot movements with that would be worth exploring or intuitively 
feel necessary. Again, whenever you are finished with the left leg, you can return it back to where you started and back to your anchor. No rush. Again, same fixed points of pelvis and spine, leg moving around that. This time, pick your right foot up off of the floor and stretch your right leg up at an angle towards the ceiling that pretty much matches the right or the left leg's thighs angle. And the ankle can be one direction or the other, just be relaxed. Start to take the leg down towards the floor a bit at a time. And if before it hits the floor, your lower back changes, then bringing the leg back up to where it started before the heel grazes the ground. Otherwise, bring it back up once it does. I'm just moving the leg up and down like a pendulum. Have a gentle bend in the knee or not. But as you do this, if it's impacting the lower back in a counterproductive way, feels like sensation around the sacrum, the sit bones, up into the crease of your hip, then knowing you can return to the previous activity or back to stillness and back to the anchor that you've chosen. And if you're taking the leg up and down and feel like introducing rotation or creating little circles with the leg would be worth exploring or feels intuitively wise for you, then feel free to add those options. Just allowing the leg to move from the hip, the knee, the foot, the ankle without impacting the pelvis or spine's position. Again, the choice is yours when you switch to the other side. So at any point through this as we move, if the other side or switching back and forth between sides is what you would like to do or choose to do, that's completely fine.
Whenever you're finished with the left leg, you can return it back to where it began and back to whatever you've chosen to be the anchor. Prior to this, the legs have been moving, now the legs staying fixed. Begin to rock your sit bones a few degrees up away from the floor. Rocking the pelvis back to where it began and rocking the sit bones down towards the floor some. Rocking back and forth in a similar way to what the pelvis, hip, lower back would be doing in relation to cat-cow. Again, if there's sensation in the crease of the hip, the sacrum, sit bones, modify, move less or not at all. And if as you're moving back and forth, exploring moving more portions of the spine, letting them participate feels wise, go ahead. As the sit bones tip down towards the floor, it feels like moving your chin away from your chest would be helpful. Or as the sit bones tip up, lifting your shoulders and head off of the ground, go ahead and explore those. And also incorporate and understand tipping the pelvis back and forth like tracing a line between 12 and 6 on a clock. Now you can also tip side to side as if you were tipping between 3 and 9 or even circular motions. If the legs participate slightly, that is absolutely fine. Just gentle, small rocking motions to whatever degree is worth exploring in your body, worth paying attention to. At any point, Again, no rush, feel free to keep exploring. At a certain point, return to stillness, back to your single anchor. Just understanding you have a little bit of stuff next to you, and taking the arms out at shoulder height now, like a T with your palms up. And again, going back to that idea of letting the body's contact with surface become a focal point. Your fingers can relax and curl up to whatever degree works for you. Feel the sensation up the forearms, back of the upper arms, around the shoulders. Letting the floor support that part of your arms. Maybe the chest widens, the muscles across the chest let go, simply by allowing the ground to feel supportive of you. 
and begin to take your attention to your head and neck and turning the head side to side gently, just rolling it right and left. Welcome to stop on one side or to hold a position. Remember the blanket is there if it are at all cold or uncomfortable under the back of your hips. Also play with perhaps nodding the head as if saying yes, just moving the chin away and towards the chest gently. Eventually, when you're finished exploring the neck, just letting yourself return back to stillness and to your focal point. Taking your arms up now towards the ceiling. As they're up to the ceiling, just inhaling and reaching up towards the ceiling a little bit more. And as you exhale, you can let the shoulder blades return back to where they feel like they've started. The next time, inhale, reach up in the same way and begin to take your arms also up and overhead some. And exhale, return them back to the beginning point. And all you're going to do is inhale the arms up and over and exhale them back to the start. At any point, you can change the configuration of the arms, interlacing the fingers, pressing the palms towards one another gently. But as you reach overhead towards the wall that's behind you, reaching towards it and maybe even wiggling your rib cage away from your waist, Watching out for sensation in the shoulder joint, in the neck that feels unwise. You're always welcome to go from dynamic movement in and out to a static position of holding and reaching, even grabbing one wrist with the opposing hand. Whatever works, feels worth exploring, knowing you can always return to previous activity or change or come back to being still.
Well, how to wood block, and if it feels like you'd like to put the block between your hands to just add a little bit of extra weight that can allow for a little bit more heat to build as you move the arms up and down and breathe. Welcome to explore that. Feel you've moved your arms and explored that enough. You can return them back to the T-shape or back down to your sides or hands on your belly if you'd prefer that. Back to your anchor for a few moments. portion of class. If you'd like to stay in this position, if it's comfortable enough, you're welcome to. Stretch your legs out if you'd prefer that. Prop them. Turn to a side. Lie on your belly. Whatever you feel would be a comfortable position to remain in. And returning perhaps through all of the different focal points, move from sound again through surface contact to breath, or if you found a focal point that seems to be working, moving your attention to that again, allowing yourself to return to it when you wander.
focus from the single point out to more of the broad experience of the room and the sounds. Feeling of your body maybe moving a bit or breathing a little more deeply until eventually you end up back in that constructive rest shape. And once you get to constructive rest, exploring longer, deeper cycle of breath noticing the sensation of it now. And in any way that makes sense to your body at this moment, gently make your way up to a seated position. Just take your time. Just let yourself rest in stillness for a moment. Becoming aware again of all the sounds of the room, the sensations within the room that you're experiencing through your body. If you choose to join your hands together, you're welcome to. Bow your head if you'd like to do that as well. lift, your arms release, your eyes open. Thank you. And now we assess. So you can stick your legs out in front of you. I don't want to ruin your sleepiness. You take them a little wider in your hips, slump back on your hands. Pick your butt up even and squeeze it, turn the legs and then sit back down and just look at the Rotation of the legs, position of the feet. For some of you it's different, for some of you it's the same. And flex your ankles and see as you lock your knees out if your knees changed. For some of you it's the same. Ah, you lost some over there. And then cat cow when you feel like you've done hyperextension assessment and rotation enough. Cat cow and notice the sensation there. Now you'll have something to compare to. And same thing, move into Uttanasana. And if you are not inclined to do it at this point, don't. If you're inclined to do it differently, go ahead. Assess that. Notice your forward fold enough and stand up at a certain point and just stand how you're inclined to stand currently. Notice if it feels 
different, the same. Take a stroll around and you can eventually stroll to where the projector is and we'll talk. You have to get anything, go ahead. If you want anything to sit on, do that too.